2: Welcome into the PHNX Sons podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook App, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman and Espo. Gentlemen, how you feeling today?
3: I'm feeling good. I I'm got an great.
1: education on tall shoes before uh, yeah. we came on, so I'm good. We
3: have the most interesting conversations before
1: the, the last second it's, hits and we go live. It's like the countdown just triggers something in us, uh, and we're yeah. like, here's a hot topic we can discuss <laughs> in 30 seconds. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then we have to completely stop
2: and switch gears. Uh, but it keeps us on our toes, that's for sure. Today's topic was, um, I have platform converse on right now, and Saul so asked if I was... Do you feel if like I super tall weird in them? Yeah. Or I, if I, I would th- break my ankle, I feel like
3: I would snap my ankle if I wore like one inch platform shoes or something.
2: I don't understand that. I don't, I don't like you just walk to normal. me. In my
3: head, it's like
1: stilts. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to snap your ankle, we can go play one on one after this.
3: Yeah, let's do it. Heyo. <laughs>
2: hey. All right, guys, we've got a lot in Wait, store what? for you. <laughs> <laughs> In today's show, including a very special guest. So, we're going to welcome in now Brandon Scoop B Robinson, NBA insider for Bally Sports and host at Spotify. Scoop B, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm hearing about fashion,
2: shoes, (laughs) beanies, and
0: glasses. All superfluous conversations over here. (laughs) That's what we're here for.
1: We're here to change lives, Scoop, and that's uh, (laughs) what we try to do on a daily basis.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) So uh, you've got a lot of insight that you're going to share with us here. So do you want to kind of just give us an overview of kind of all the things you've heard over the last few weeks? And I mean, I know that's a lot, but like... I
1: have a place I want to start. Is that okay? okay. I have. I got to ask you, Scoop. Uh, I, I've followed you on Twitter for a very long time, and do you consider yourself a great Twitter troll or the greatest Twitter troll? <laughs> I'm just Brandon.
0: Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I grew up playing in the schoolyards and talking about all things, uh, talking about people, what they wear. Um, I've scaled back on talking about people's moms, um, but I, but I, but I definitely. I um, like to have a good time and talk sugar honey ice tea.
1: Uh, you're welcome to do it here too. You don't have to just keep it on on Twitter. So you're aware. <laughs> so. I
2: enjoy telling people to argue with their mothers, it's very fun.
1: <laughs> a scoop, you know, going
3: back to 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 what Lindsay was referring to earlier, um, let's, let's start with DeAndre Aiden. Um, You okay. know, you, you've been in contact with this camp. Uh, what do you know about how they're feeling about things and, and what they're hoping to get out of the next couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks?
0: Well, I know that it is a Phoenix Suns fans dream uh, to see Kevin Durant uh, in the Valley of the Sun. Um, But I also do know that there is business that needs to be taken care of with Aiden. And that goes all the way back into around the finals time uh, when folks that I've spoken with around that way have shared that it could be any iteration of uh, the Spurs, uh, the Pacers. Uh, and and at one point, the Detroit Pistons, but um, realistically, uh, looking at the Suns and looking at Aiton, um, to me, the Pacers stylistically make the most sense um, if, if the Suns aren't a viable option, which it seems they are not. Um, the Pacers, to me, make all the sense in the world for Aiton for this reason. Uh, I think Tyrese Halliburton's acquisition uh, from the Sacramento Kings was one of the most underrated Uh, moves of the trade deadline last offseason, you also get Buddy Heald. I really think that when you look at DeAndre Ayton and what he brings to the table, he's a double-double threat every night. Um, And I think that while the Suns, to me, are a, a solid fit where he is, um, it seems as though the connection that he has with that team um, could be unrepairable. And with that being said, I really think that the Pacers are a solid uh, situation to slide in and enjoy a young team um, that has some upside in a very competitive NBA Eastern Conference.
2: All right, I'm not going to try and put you on the spot here, but I kind of am. And you cannot answer this if you don't want to. But there has been so much conversation about the relationship between DA and the Suns organization. And I feel like a lot of it was based off of just rumors and then that Game 7 kind of tiff on the sideline, if you will. Do you or have you heard any more substantial information on whether that is genuinely like an issue between those two sides?
0: everything that i've gathered about that situation was that it was a disagreement uh, but not so much that it would just be irreparable as it relates to just two men having a conversation and and I, and i want to be careful because of that sensitivity because what you're seeing even within my my cluster of of colleagues um even with the Kyrie Irving Lakers situation which you know is is now at this point seeming like a a, a mute issue is um, I think over time, rumors start, and then what people put out, it tends to become believable. I think that in this situation with Aiden, I think both he and his team uh, are, are both playing chess, not checkers, and it all comes down to the almighty dollar. Um, and I think that when you look at this situation uh, last playoffs, uh, when you heard Chris Paul stand up in a post-game uh, interview with Rachel Nichols say, we got to get DeAndre eight in the bag. Um it seems like the grocery bag has holes in it. And um, that needs to be figured out. I mean, this is DeAndre Ayton who was patient and he and his representation as well as uh, the front office with the Phoenix Suns could not agree on a deal. I kind of feel like this was the precursor for what could happen with Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn this season. You, You played your way into the next contract. Okay, well, where's the cream filling? Where's the money? And so when I look at DeAndre Ayton's situation, I feel like he's earned the right to look elsewhere. But I also think on the Sun side of things, um, if they can get a return on that, I think it would be in their their best uh, professional interest uh, to, to work on that on, on both sides of the basketball, both the management and front office side, as well as the player in Ayton.
1: Have you heard any interest uh, from the Jazz in terms of DeAndre Ayton? We heard that rumor around here. Uh, earlier, or excuse me, late last week, but we haven't really heard much since then. With the Donovan Mitchell news, is DA in play with the Jazz?
0: I haven't heard that, um, but when you look at the Utah Jazz, um, I, I, just from a basketball perspective, I think Ayton would fit like a glove if you're going to match him alongside uh, someone of the ilk of Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, excuse me. But when I look at DeAndre Ayton and I look at a, a potential. Uh, Donovan and Mitchell type of, of of match, I think the first ball that has to roll is for the Jazz to figure out what they're going to do with Donovan. I mean, I was hearing this back in May, May 15th. I tweeted that, you know, there there is there is a seemingly uh, a, a realistic uh, possibility that Ayton wants to make his way somewhere east. Uh, with the New York Knicks, a guy that is from, you know, Emsford, New York, uh, by way of Connecticut. Um, and he has ties to New York City by way of his, his, his dad and the Mets and all that other stuff. That's cool. Um, but I think that the Knicks specifically... Uh, just to be clear, you
3: meant Mitchell, right?
0: What did I say? You said 18. 18. So let me take that back. So Mitchell, <laughs> from, I apologize. I've been doing these radio hits all day, but uh, Jonathan Mitchell being from New York and um, also just having ties to New York city, it would make sense. The Knicks have done a lot, but I also do know uh, that the Knicks uh, and the jazz, if they're looking to make a move, will have to figure out what they're doing with, with that whole uh, Obi top as well as uh, RJ Barrett and some of those other things. But the jazz specifically, no, I haven't heard any rumblings about that specifically um, and I think the Jazz kind of have bigger fish to fry at this moment as it relates to what they're going to actually do with Donovan Mitchell.
3: Let's talk about KD. Um, you know, KD, Kyrie, Kyrie, KD, whichever way you want to slice it. One of them feels like they want to leave and then it's the other one and then it's both of them and then it's none of them. Uh, what are you hearing from Kyrie and KD and what do you expect to happen when the, when all the smoke clears? What do you think will ultimately end up being the final resolution with Kyrie and KD?
0: If you ask me today, I'd say that those two would remain in a Brooklyn Nets uniform uh, because I think that they fit. Uh, They fit. I feel like every star player uh, has a fit on their roster. Um, I think that the two of them have a fit. And I think that, well, I know that it's a four year partnership um, and and the job isn't finished. Uh, We just finished year three. Uh, Year four has some new questions. Now, the issue with KD and Kyrie stems from some things that were going on uh, within the front office. Number one, um, Kyrie didn't get his extension. Number two, um, just all this talk of Kyrie and the trade and the five to 16 destinations that he wanted to go to. Uh, I spoke to someone last night who said it, it's like an informational overload uh, that either KD, he, they get engaged that either K, uh, KD was frustrated or it's just like, well, what the heck is going on? Now, there are some... There are some institutional issues um, that that are frustrating. Number one, uh, Adam Harrington, uh, who was an assistant coach with the Nets, no longer there. Eli Carter, a friend of Kyrie's, uh, had to kind of sit down because of the New York City mandates, is my understanding, and then he was assured that he would have a job once they rolled back all those mandates. He wasn't brought in. Those are some other issues there. Um, but there seems to be a separation um, between the at least – or my overall reporting between uh, Kyrie's circle and uh, the Nets in trying to find a deal. doesn't mean a deal can't get done, uh, but there's a disagreement on, you know, what will ultimately happen. Um, My discussions with people on the Nets side uh, as far back as Sunday. And I remember it was Sunday because it was eight o'clock Eastern time and I was watching the Simpsons uh, and they shared (laughs) with me that um, the the words that they used um, were, Um, The Nets aren't giving up sugar honey iced tea for KD and Kyrie if it doesn't come down to uh, the right fit. And and from everybody that I've spoken to, they've all said that there's been a level of lowballing, even in conversations with the Pelicans, even in conversations with the Suns, the Raptors and what have you. So um, it's funny because the person who shared it with me said, watch me, the narrative is going to be come Monday. The Nets ain't doing nothing. It's going to be a slow day on Monday. And then what happened? It was slow because all those conversations in Vegas were all low ball conversations.
1: Do you so based on what you're saying, you don't feel at some point that KD goes with the nuclear option where he says, I'm not playing for you and try to force force the Nets hands because it feels like people in Phoenix are waiting for that moment uh, and think that that's the way this eventually gets done. But do you think KD actually goes down that road?
0: If you ask me today, what's today's date? 13th? 13th. If you ask me today, um, I I say that that they they are chilling. Um, That does escalate over time because a week or two ago, 4th of July weekend, it was a foregone conclusion that even Kyrie was going to the Lakers. So if you ask me today, that's what it is. But I also just think that things have calmed down. Summer League is waning down um free the top free agents are kind of winding down so now it's it kind of gets to this slow period i think the next time you could hear a conversation about his whereabouts right around training camp time because right now everybody's vacationing they're chilling um they they're they're they're, they're toasting the new the, the new uh contracts and more and i think as things kind of simmer down i think that's where cooler heads can prevail in and in a real conversation can be had, could be had. Um, But I also think that training camp and media day is where things kind of made the Nets kind of frazzled last year because when you looked at the whole uh, Kyrie vaccination status, right, that was the the focus of the Nets training camp last season. And then it turned into a whole narrative about Kyrie and James Harden. And so I I think it's going to simmer down and then it's going to simmer back up again.
2: I don't want to wait that long. No,
1: please. No. Uh,
3: (laughs) Oh, I want to drag this out as long as possible. Okay,
2: but I'm
3: kidding. I'm kidding.
2: I know that you said that you guys you had reported on the Donovan Mitchell thing a while back that there could um, be some interest or potential movement there. Now that it's become more forefront in the conversation, do you think that moves this forward a little bit or does it not really make a big difference? It's still going to be kind of a slow period. Regardless. So
0: I told you I had a conversation with someone while the Simpsons were on. I'll say about ten, eleven o'clock Eastern time while I was walking my dog Percy. Um, I had a conversation with somebody uh that is tied directly uh, to someone in Donovan's family who, you know, spoke with them earlier that day and said he wants to come to New York.
1: So as in the
2: Knicks or are the Nets of
1: interest to him as
2: well? Either or. Okay. So in theory, hopefully
3: this could be the perfect scenario.
2: You get the ball rolling, right?
3: You think? <laughs> you think. So,
0: I think this is one of these simmering coffee type conversations. But um, I literally did have that conversation those two conversations uh, on Sunday. One about um, the Nets and their progress uh, during Vegas, and then on the other side uh, in New York, uh, I had a conversation with someone, um, that, you know, intimated to me that Donovan does have an interest in coming to New York. And that, you know, kind of goes along the lines of, you know, what I addressed uh, back in May.
2: Okay. But earlier you had mentioned that, you know, if you ask, if we asked you today, you would say the Nets run it back. Katie and Kyrie remain in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of rumors and conversations and just, I guess, kind of gut feelings really from most people that a huge blockbuster four or five team deal is gonna go down at some point in time. Outside of just the fit that you were talking about with Katie and Kyrie in Brooklyn, what else kind of makes you think that they might run it back? Or is there anything else?
0: Um, unfinished business. I think what the the issue with the Kyrie side of things is, I think, his his ties to uh, the Greater New York area. I think if it was anybody else, it wouldn't be such an attachment. Um, this is a guy from West Orange, New Jersey. That's a stone's throw from Manhattan. Um, his 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 dad is from the Bronx. His godfather is from the Bronx as well. Uh, he grew up a Nets fan. Uh, has told me in past that you know it's a pleasure to watch you know Jason Kidd play during their their championship. Uh, Eastern Conference winning and championship attempts back in the early 2000s. Um, But Kyrie is also the person who who coerced, um, and maybe that's not the best word. I'll say convinced. Uh, Kevin to come to Brooklyn, um, and their relationship extends outside of just basketball. Um, I, I've been at parties with them where their talk of just basketball is just next level. I almost feel like I'm I'm, I'm speaking to the Apostle Paul and the other apostles the way they're just so uh, big on the game and and and, and tied in. Um, but I I think also um, the fit with Ben Simmons is of intrigue um, because I really think that once he gets it together, if he gets it together and it's a trial run, I kind of feel like the pressure that is on them takes the pressure or the lack of the pressure in past years is not there because of the attention that is drawn to them actually wanting to leave. When you look at the Eastern conference and you look at um, Philly who got better defensively, when you look at um, the Bucs who were still uh, champs from the season ago, um, I feel like there's less pressure on the nets this season as in going into this year. But I also think that the mirror needs to be shined back on the front office as well as Steve Nash. Um, who I believe everybody thought Steve Nash or many people thought Steve Nash was going to be for Brooklyn, what Steve Kerr was for the Warriors. And I think that oftentimes you hire coaches with names, um, but but you also have to look at fit. Perfect example, you look at Ime Udoka uh, in Boston, uh, who was a defensive focus. I think that in this situation with the Nets, specifically with Kevin and Kyrie, I think that Kevin was frustrated. I think that people reacted, and a lot of people jumped to conclusions right away. Do I think that the Phoenix Suns are would be a good fit? Yes, but so would the New Orleans Pelicans. I think that as things kind of slow down a bit, those conversations will be had, both the pro and the con of leaving. But right, if you ask me today, based off of conversations that I had and what I know, I see them staying.
2: I don't love to hear that, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. But I appreciate your insight. We appreciate your time, Scooby. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Tell, tell Percy we say hi. <laughs>
0: Percy, they're saying hi to you. You
2: say hi. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of dog is this?
0: <laughs> Look
2: oh, my that. God.
1: There we oh, go. A oh, my gosh. A pug. Oh my... Hi, Percy. <laughs> oh my Thanks God. for making an appearance. <laughs> Here's Percy. <laughs> Thanks, Scooby. My the cutest bro.
2: dog ever. Bye. Thank you. Oh my god, that was the best ending to an interview ever. I know the internet loves
1: uh, loves dogs, That's so we it. had to get some dogs in oh here too. Oh so my gosh. There go. Well, that was just some interesting
3: points.
2: I did. I don't. That made me feel sad.
3: Yeah. I mean, get ready I,
1: to be a seventh seed,
3: everybody. Again, well, no, I mean, it, there's just so many ifs right now. If this, if that, what if the? It's just again. I just can't see a scenario. I hope. I hope I'm completely wrong on this or well, I hope I'm right on this, I should say. I can't see a scenario where the Suns start the next season without either DA or without KD. I just, I'm going to continue to to beat that drum because, man, that would be just such an epic failure on the front office um, to, to fumble the bag like that.
1: Look, the key to everything he said was as of right now, yeah, which we've talked about. These things can shift dramatically uh, in, an, in an instant... The Donovan Mitchell thing becomes more intriguing. Obviously, he said Donovan wants to be in New York, which we've heard, which makes it line up with Brooklyn. I was talking to Flex last night. He's still very confident that this gets done. So, uh, you know, obviously we're hearing multiple sides of this, and I think we just have to batten down and be ready for what could be a longer process than we all want. I mean, I I think – We're getting to a point where we're lucky if it happens in the month of July.
2: So the one positive that I feel like we can take from this conversation, um, because there's a lot of people in chat, like Rick said, dog was the best part of that sad news. (laughs) But if we're looking for a silver lining here, he did mention that all the offers thus far have been lowball offers. At least that's what's being shared with him, right? So there's still room to up the ante. If you will. Right. They're low ball offers to start. No one's biting, but that means there's still room to throw in a few more things or maybe to work with a, another team or another handful of teams to add in a few more things. That doesn't necessarily mean it's done and over with. It's just we're, we're still in the starting phases. It you feels know, like
3: You know, and also like I just there something's been been in the back of my mind since we got to Summer League for no reason. I'm going to say this again. For zero reason. It's just a little bug in the back of my mind that keeps thinking, I know everybody wants KD, and I know that's the big talk right now and the DA stuff. It wouldn't surprise me if we get blindsided by something completely different that we didn't expect because maybe a team out there likes the potential package that the Suns would be willing to offer for a KD, and they have a star that they'd like to get rid of. Or something like that. Like, I just feel like there might be something out there that we're not seeing. So, if we did lose DA, we would be able to recoup some of that that loss. Not KD level, because KD is one of three amazing players in the
1: league. But I don't know. I, I have that feeling. Saul, are you thinking that Devin Booker and his son, Donovan Mitchell, are going to be on the same roster? Is that what you're hinting I at? Mean, <laughs> I mean, what I think, uh, what I think is, is going on here is Sean Marks has the James Jones F them kids mentality. The draft picks don't interest him. Right. But it feels like Utah and Danny Ainge want those assets. Danny Ainge is known for collect the assets, either draft your talent or try to trade for a guy after accumulating him. So I feel like what net, the nets felt what like was a low ball with, you know, four draft picks and, you know, three pick swaps or whatever, what amounted to seven draft picks. They may go, eh. But Utah and Danny Ainge are looking at it going, well, this is, this is intriguing. We'd like that as a haul for Donovan Mitchell. Look what they got for Rudy Gobert. It was very predicated on those draft picks. So I think that's a big, big part of it here. And Sean Marks goes, I want those draft picks because I'm not going to be around to make those picks. He wants guys that can keep them in contention now well, yeah, so he keeps his job.
2: He's got to worry about that. That's yep. the big factor here for him mm-hmm. is how do I semi-win this situation so that I can also yeah. keep my job?
1: And yeah. you know what Trump's making the, the best possible trade for the future? Self-preservation. And that's what I think Sean Marks is in is how do I get the best of both worlds? Save myself and make a deal that that keeps the net uh, in the conversation in the East.
2: Well, uh, shout out to our guy Scoop B for coming on and giving us his perspective from all of the people he is talking to. We're just going to continue to sit and wait with our fingers crossed, hoping that things work out in the future. But um, I would just say... Be prepared to wait a little bit longer than what all of us had anticipated originally, and what all of us we, would like.
3: We we in the Suns community don't do well with patience. No, <laughs> yeah, because not we've been all. asked to have it for
1: fifty plus years. If you've yeah. been around the whole yeah, time, for right? sure. So
2: yeah, I'm tired of having patience.
3: Gerald is not here today, and this has come up several times. He's not here today. He's not feeling too well. I think Vegas too took too much out of him. So I'm voting
1: monkey we, parts. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, we, so
3: we just, uh, <laughs> we, we, we gave him a, a few days and, off. So he, he, he'll the, be fine. He'll be back soon.
1: To those of you asking for us to get Flex on, we're trying to make it work. Flex has a day job. It's tough at our time. Yeah. We're trying to figure it away. Also, we are in work. completely
2: different times. Yeah. Too, too, I mean, yeah.
1: Three help. hour different. Yeah. So we're working on it. I talked to Flex on the regular day. Don't worry, he's on our radar.
2: And also, again, I know we've kind of like had these conversations before, but everyone in the chat is like, I'm sticking with Flex, I'm sticking with Flex. That's not what this is. It's just different perspectives of people who are all connected around the league, sharing what they're hearing and how they're formulating their opinions based off of that. We're not telling you to believe one thing or the other. We're just providing you with Information. information.
1: That's it. Yeah, That's all you, it is. When you hear 5 days a week, I'd love to just be like, "Hey, believe in flex Bye, everybody and have a four second show. But that doesn't make for good podcasts. That doesn't pay the bills. No. So <laughs> we're going to give you all the, all the different perspectives, have the conversations, do the thought experiments that explain where this could go in a multitude of, of ways. You know, and
3: it, it also like it, it, we'd be ignorant if we thought that we, we have the only perspective that matters here in the Valley. Like obviously there's a national perspective. There's an East coast perspective. There's people in Brooklyn that think we are absolutely high and out of our mind minds that for even thinking that we have a chance at KD like the, this, the, the perspectives are completely different all around the country so bringing in people from all around to try and hear what they think is the the best move uh, is the best way to gather as much information to see if we can come to some consistency on what we think is potentially going to happen uh, right now it feels like it's kind of just all over the place it's 50 50 whether he's going to come here or go somewhere else or go back to Brooklyn Nobody knows, and we won't know until it happens.
1: Well, Speak for yourself. Well, and it's so
2: team centric, too. Yeah.
1: Speak for yourself. I'm the only opinion that matters in Phoenix. Okay, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. whatever you say.
2: <laughs> cool. Whatever you say. Uh, I
1: I tell that to myself <laughs> every day in the mirror.
2: So. Uh. Will Captain said, cool, but what's Gerald's perspective? I don't know. Gerald, him on what's, Friday. Your,
3: what's your perspective, buddy? Uh, <laughs> Okay, he's not here. We
2: cool. will ask him on Friday. Well, actually, oh no. over under. Oh no. Gerald makes it back by Friday.
3: <laughs> oh no, over uh, under. Uh, oh, I uh, definitely under. Definitely, yeah, not almost, not a chance. I can almost
4: guarantee Gerald woke up this morning, like stretched and felt a little sore. He's like, yeah, oh he's no. like,
1: oh no, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. He's right. in one of those cryo chambers and it's set for like a week.
3: Gerald's made out of paper mache, so yeah.
2: Are you calling
3: Gerald weak? Wow!
2: I'm gonna wow, clip that dog. and tweet it at him. Gerald, wow. I love you, so- Gerald.
3: I'm kidding. So I'm I, kidding. I, I, I would be
4: careful after what we saw when he woke up that one, or when he after he showered right before he we went out in Vegas when he put on that tank top. I wouldn't be saying weird stuff about Gerald. Uh, yeah, I man, mean,
3: that man is. Ripped. Uh, I mean, I ripped is uh, kind of, he's in very he's good shape. Ripped. He's ripped, yeah He's
4: in very, very <laughs> he's good also, <laughs> shape.
3: He's also cute. So he's, he's oh, got okay. a, he's got a
1: permit for those things. That's how ripped he is. All right.
2: <laughs> this is so. I bet you if like,
1: gerald is know watching how to respond right now, to this cringe. <laughs> I
2: bet you twenty bucks. Gerald's watching and it's just like, oh right. my god. He, he, he's
3: oh, no, in bed yeah, and he needs, just pulls the a cover. This is exactly what he's doing. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
2: Lord have mercy. Well, listen, Max.
3: Uh, Gerald's not going to paintball tomorrow, buddy. So I don't have to worry about poking the bear
1: today. <laughs> He's gonna just show up and just I light you up. <laughs> He's gonna buy my, a special.
4: My last thing on Gerald. Last thing, I'll say. <laughs> I, I, last thing I would, I'll say. I would use a risk-free bet on Gerald.
2: Yes, Ooh. that's a good one. And you can also use a risk-free bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now.
3: If you download
2: the app and use promo code PHNX, after you make your first deposit, you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's a big risk-free bet. Just make sure you use that promo code PHNX. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, guys, you ready for some screenshots? Yes. It's time for some screenshots presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone 5 and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. So this is a very fun hypothetical trade that NBA on ESPN shared from Bobby Marks. Let's play this and uh, see what he came up, came up with.
3: Let's start with two players under the age
1: of 25 and Donovan Mitchell, Mikhail Ooh, Bridges. Wee. And then you add a player like Miles Turner. So that checks the boxes for Brooklyn as far as what they are looking for. Then let's go to Phoenix, Kevin Durant. Okay, that checks the boxes for Phoenix. Mm. We've all talked about DeAndre in a, in a potential offer sheet. This is a signing trade. He goes to Indiana. Here's the big question. Is this enough for the Utah Jazz? When you look at Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas, five first-round picks, four from Phoenix, one from Cleveland, uh, from Indiana, and then three swap rights here. So it makes sense for three of the teams.
3: I think the big question will be, is that enough for a team like the Utah Jazz?
2: Do you think it's enough for a team like I the think Utah that, Jazz? I, I
3: actually think this is a perfect trade yeah i i have not seen one that fits everybody's boxes as perfect as this i love it
1: yeah i think utah gets a young guy that could have upside and ben simmons if he puts it together they get the more draft capital so they can make other moves with like i said danny ainge likes to to pull that off uh if you believe that da is pretty much done here then you know it's You're going to make the best move possible here by moving him to Indiana. It sucks to have to give up McHale, but you're getting a top three, top five player in the NBA. you got to give up something. So I I understand that. I I think this could potentially be the best of, of what you're getting. You keep Cam. You're keeping a guy like Dario, which gives you some additional depth. Uh, and and you have J, which could be a, an additional move you can make using that salary. This is probably about as good as it's gonna get, and the type of move we're gonna see. Well, everybody wants to get KD on the cheap, and yeah. Like I've said before, I want a North Scottsdale mansion for about a hundred and fifty thousand dollars right now. Ain't ever gonna happen. You got if you're gonna get something good, you got to give up something good. So I think this is about as good as you're gonna get with only shipping out da uh, only, but shipping out da Mikhail and a bunch of picks.
3: You know, I will. I will say this as well. Um, Eric Rodriguez in the chat says uh, crying emoji, not McHale. Um I think people. Need to wrap their heads around the fact that if DA gets traded in a three way, we are definitely losing Mikhail. Like I I just don't see a scenario where the Brooklyn Nets would not want Mikhail somehow, some way, um a a young star on the rise. Like they need assets that they can build around. Um I I think that's just that's that's gonna happen. Um if it doesn't, great, but I just don't see a scenario where that's not gonna happen.
2: I don't know why, but I feel like my gut's telling me that Mikhail's gonna stay.
1: Then I don't think you're getting Katie in yeah. that situation. I don't
2: know. I just because have a gut feeling that that Mikkel will continue to be a Phoenix. I, my fan. mind's I will telling up. me no, <laughs> but my body's telling me yes. <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst. You, oh, does, that that was does that
1: surprise it you? Does that surprise you that even... I get back poorly? <laughs> uh, no, but I, I will put this caveat in: if K if my KD body. goes the nuclear <laughs> option and says I will not play that's the window to not have to give up McHale. But if he doesn't go there, go that route, and you you have to entice Brooklyn to make this move, you're going to likely have to include McHale is my, my feeling right
2: now. All right, a couple of things from the chat that I want to bring up. So says Jay said, I don't get why Utah would get so many picks. I mean, that is a fair question. Five first-round picks, four from Phoenix, one from Cleveland via Indiana, three swap rights from Phoenix. That is kind the, of a lot coming majority from the, the Phoenix But the camp. reason
3: why is, is Danny Ainge, that's his game. Mm-hmm. He loves to stockpile picks. Also, Donovan, uh, the Nets are not in the market for, um, for picks. They want, they essentially they want to, if they're going to trade KD, they want to swap it for stars still. Like, And so you're kind of trading one star for another and adding some other pieces around it. And if you kept Kyrie with, if you had Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell... Oof. That's not well, a bad. That's not a bad uh, consolation prize if you're in the Nets.
1: Casey in the chat makes a good point too. They're taking on Ben Simmons, which is a risk because you want to pay that money without without getting anything in return. Plus, at this point, it's it's the price of doing business. If Donovan Mitchell is what gets this done, uh, then the Suns, who already you seem do. willing to sacrifice this those draft picks, fair. you do Very it true. to get the deal done. Like, if it's the difference between making it happen and not making it happen, yeah, enjoy your draft picks, Utah. You won't be relevant while our window's open here in Phoenix.
3: Also, I would, I would like to say this, too. Um, a lot of chatter about the draft picks. But, again, it almost makes me feel comfortable knowing that James Jones doesn't value draft picks anyway. Like, if he was building in the draft and, he, and we had outstanding selections, like, he's picked Cam Johnson, cool, outside of that some pretty mediocre drafts, if you could even say that. Um, so, you know, what what are you really sacrificing? And you're hoping that those draft picks are going to be late rounders anyway. You're talking in the 30s, the 32, or the, the 30 range. So um, I, I'm okay with that.
2: All right. And then Manny said, say we pull the trigger on this, who run in the five?
1: Dario. I think Dario plays major minutes of the five. Uh, Biz will play. When you need more size. And if, and I think they looked at, at Jacques Landell as a low risk, high reward. He's young. If he, if he blossoms and be able to give you 10, 15 solid minutes to the center, you're playing center by committee. Well, they've and, made it clear they don't care about the center position if they're going to let Da. Walk.
3: And also, you, you know, you you still have a little bit of flexibility, and this is where Gerald would, would have come hurdle, in and hurdle,
2: would have told us, hurdle. you know, like Yaka. yeah,
3: you know, you still have a little bit of flexibility to try and make a move for somebody like a Jakub mm-hmm. Pertl or something like that. So not all is lost, and and, and, yeah. and you know, for this trade to happen, that doesn't mean no future other trades can happen. Like you, you're still in the ball game trying to make pieces work.
1: It wouldn't shock me if James Jones has had conversations that says, if KD happens, we'd like to make this subsequent move with you. And there's already wheels in motion with those kind of things. But everything's held up until there's a decision on KD.
2: Well, hopefully a trade, at least similar to this, goes down sometime (laughs) in the near future.
3: -PHX, PHX, Scotty. Uh, so the biggest worry, in my opinion, is KD getting injured. I mean, that's that's the Chris Paul worry, that's Devin Booker. Yep. worry. I mean, they. I mean, listen, like every superstar we have on the team outside of Da has gotten injured in the playoffs. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah. so it's yeah. just part of the game.
2: Well, all right. Our next uh, Az Health screenshot. This one comes from Tim Bontemps. He said Adam Silver says the league's investigation into the Phoenix Suns in the wake of ESPN's story about the organization in the fall, is in the quote-unquote last stages, but isn't prepared to say what the conclusion of this investigation will be. So basically everything we've been hearing is, oh, it'll come after the season's over. It'll come uh, right before the draft. Well, now it's got to wait until after the draft and summer league and free agency. So
1: I don't know that. They're moving the ball because of those things. They always knew those things were going to be happening. What I wonder is, are, have additional people stepped forward that said, you know what, I'd like to talk now,
2: you know? I think that's a fair cons- uh, thing to consider because we did get additional ESPN articles once all the rumors behind the scenes of it being pretty much wrapped up. Then, then this kind of throws a wrench into everything and it's like, well, wait, hold on. Maybe we need to look further into this side of things. Maybe we didn't go deep enough into these, these type of situations. Well,
1: we saw the one article about the former female sales executive that, that left and was pretty outspoken on her way out about things. You have to wonder if there's people like that that didn't speak up and finally decided, I have to say something. Mm-hmm. And I can't take this. They get out, and and that could extend things as well. They, the biggest thing that Adam Silver wants is to get this right and to have everything uh, laid out as, as well as he can, yeah. regardless of what the outcome is. You don't want either, either way to be like, well, you didn't know this. They want to understand every aspect of this so they make the right decision. And Adam Silver has been known for thoroughness in that kind of way and in, in the things he approaches. So I'm okay if you're if you're taking longer because you're trying to get things right.
3: This is a this is a complex situation and there's a lot of legality to this situation. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised that the reason why this is taking so long is because the NBA is basically trying to see what their options are legally. First of all, Doing what they diligence. can do in terms of the bylaws and things uh, and, and the code that they run by and then making sure that uh, none of this can can be thrown into the court system or anything like that, which just prolongs everything and delays everything because um, you want you want quick resolution when you finally come down and drop the hammer. You don't want things to be prolonged and still have people working for an owner who feels like they're on the cusp of getting outed or or somebody else getting you know uh, fired. Um, you want that all to be resolved and and so people can move on with their lives. and and that that's honestly, that's what everybody deserves over there in that organization okay. that that has been, you know, living in these horrible conditions or working in these horrible conditions for the past several years. so Well,
1: oh, and I think the longer it goes, the more realistically there are going to be some kind of repercussions based on the investigation. If they found if they found nothing, It probably wraps up quicker. Now, I'm not saying that means Sarver's out. I'm just saying that there may be things that they're uncovering throughout the organization, and they have a lot of questions that they're going to have to answer with that allegedly. So, you know, like that's that's where I think we are, and we'll we'll get there eventually. The question is, do we get KD's resolution first or the resolution? of this investigation. We still have two big things this summer that we haven't seen yet.
3: Biscuits and Beer says, if that's the case, why would the owner do anything to help the team? Because as we've said because a million times, this you're is a business. It. This is a business, exactly. Right. And At the end of the day, the NBA is not going to tell him he can't sell the team. Like it's still his team. He's going to have to sell it. Probably he might be forced to sell it if he, um, if he is. And and if that happens, you want the highest dollar. And mm-hmm. if you have KD as part of that, that's definitely a high dollar mark that you can you can try to pitch to people. Um, so again, this is all a business at the end of the day. And, and right. That's, that's and if exactly you're a
2: business, business person, the last thing you want to do is not. Sabotage. Well, yeah, you, not not sabotage. Yeah. You wouldn't want to no. sabotage yeah. something that yeah. is going to make you money in the long run, whether it's immediately if you are forced to sell or down the road if you're not forced to sell. Yeah, it makes no business sense. hang on to that whatsoever. asset.
1: You want the biggest golden parachute you can get mm-hmm. at any point you decide. Uh, you decide or somebody else decides, the team's no longer yours. The thing I always find interesting, though, is he owns about only about 30% of this team. He's not... Uh, you know, I know he's the managing partner, but it's not its not like he owns 90% of this team. Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting things that are still going to play out. But uh, Commissioner Silver, obviously not willing to say what's going on yet, but making it clear they're getting closer. So who knows?
2: We'll keep you posted as soon as anything does come yeah. out about that. You so guys complex. know that. So just... Sit tight on all of these things <laughs> and we'll do the same.
1: Just keep waiting, like for everything else. <laughs>
2: that should we'll be just, our
1: theme this summer. We'll just keep waiting. Yeah. It works because they didn't win a championship. It works because we got to sit here. Just keep waiting, everybody. Yes. <laughs>
2: all right, we're going to round out today's show with a, a producer's surprise brought to you by OGs. OGs launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, Pina Colada. So check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com, on Instagram at ogsbrands, and you can also find their products at your local dispensary. But you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Shane, what's going on in your brain? What do you got for us today?
4: Well, I'm sure everybody's seen the JWT, the James Webb Telescope images that have come out that came out yesterday, more came out today. So in loop space, and I know, I'm pretty sure I know what Lindsay's answer is going to be already, but...
2: I don't know if that's like mean or not.
4: <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter. Uh, let's say there's a habitable planet that they find uh, really far away, but they, you can transport their safe and it won't take that long. But you're the first person to be there and you don't know when more people are going to it, inhabit it. But it's like a nice little studio apartment space just on a planet that you've never been to. You're not in danger or anything. You can still call in, you can still be on the show. Are you going?
3: No.
1: I. I thought this was going to be more like if you could point that telescope anywhere and see something you wanted. I thought that's where he was going to go with this, but I I would totally go. Excuse me? Well, I do.
2: Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Do
1: I do uh, I get to take my wife and daughter?
2: Can you take anything?
1: Yes,
4: you can yeah, you you can take you can take your family.
2: Yes, um, can you take your animals? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm no, going in our. I'm not For going. Sure.
3: Hell no. Listen, like I don't think you all realize like the, the conveniences of living here on earth (laughs) that we have, like you're going to go to Mars and you got to cook for yourself all the time. It's not like you're going to have fast food or restaurants or anything to go hang out with. There's no movie theaters. There's no There's no sporting events. You're going to be stuck on Mars or wherever
1: you're going to be can, at. Hell no. Can I watch it on the computer that I can call this damn show on? If I can, I'm perfectly fine. No, I'll figure out how to cook for myself. I'll get absolutely totally ripped. Mind. It'll be great. Lindsay can't go get Starbucks every day. <laughs> like She ain't
3: having that.
2: Are you kidding me? I mean, You do bring up some good points. You're in the middle of nowhere, a million miles away. What the fuck are you? As long as I don't have to populate the
1: planet myself, I'm fine with going. No, I Let think are so That's a go. really exact, big yeah. factor in this yeah,
2: too. I don't no. want any children when on this I planet. I, no, I don't
3: even you know,
1: have know have
2: where this goes. Pla- oh. I wanted to make sure.
1: <laughs> that's my deal breaker. <laughs> oh my God. Listen,
2: you do bring up some really good points, Saul. And Jay in the chat says you can't be at a Sun's Championship Parade in another exactly. planet. Exactly. Also bringing up good points. However... I'm over this. I'm going. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. Plus, you're going to go down in the history books as the first person to on this planet and like if I only last like three or four years well then hey it was a good ride okay oh,
1: hold on am I still governed by the laws here hell or? no it's your own yeah, planet so what are you trying
2: to do? I'm trying to
1: understand every aspect of this if I'm gonna choose no. yes this is how it's gonna go down for
3: Espo right they're gonna get to this new planet they're gonna think everything's all good it's gonna be like just don't, uh, don't look up he's gonna go outside he's gonna see a fucking bird and it's gonna eat his ass and that's gonna be it <laughs>
2: And that would be the know. last Not we ever do. Episode. Guaranteed safety. You're okay there. Yeah, he did guarantee safety for at least a little while.
1: Isn't is that unlike what we deal with every day? Like oh there's there's dangers everywhere. I just don't like, think you guys realize like what you're so, sacrificing.
2: So if I get if I get access to internet to be able to do this show, do I also get access to internet to like scroll TikTok yeah, and things? Yeah, you have full. Oh, internet. I'm set. Yeah. I'm done. Bye. I'm set. You guys enjoy destroying here. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sad. go play no, my own. Sure. Listen, there are so many Fortnite things, fall guys. Girl, I'm definitely Listen, going. Are you kidding me? There are
3: so me? many things that that are not right with the world. I know. There's so many things. However, comma, like <laughs> again, the conveniences of everyday life are at your fingertips here. You can't Amazon a package to the fucking moon. Good, I'm what not are we talking money. about here? I spent oh too
1: much money as it is. That'll help me prevent that. Espo, espo's you espo's buy espo's every right. trinket known to man. Exactly. You can't
3: do that at, at there. Perfect. Now you're gonna have to deal with real life
4: every get, single day. can you shit? even deal
1: there's with also that? Also I a, enough
4: that, shit. There's also no economy on the new planet, Espo. You wouldn't have to worry about money. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly.
3: Oh, okay. I can't wait to see you guys farm
2: <laughs> my wife loves she starving. The the most, no, why listen, did you Lizzie think like, I said three or four years oh my if I God, lost, You're gonna starve to great. death, that's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't intend on being that oh long. Let's be realistic here, Saul. So. Uh, and you guys have
3: to try all the different like veggies and fruits that they have on this new planet and hope they don't
4: kill you my favorite part of these hypothetical questions is the chat being so rational about things (laughs) we would die so quick from normal germs in their environment you're safe you don't have to worry about that
1: let's be honest the way i live here I probably got about the same life expectancy as if I go to a new planet. I'm not all that worried about that. I I
2: don't know. I still think I'm saying yes. (laughs) Uh, Hey,
3: I'd rather, what do they say? You'd rather dance with the devil you know than the one you don't? Yeah, I'm going to stay here on Earth. (laughs) Bye. See you guys.
2: Live a little soft. Also,
3: you can't even come to the Game Watches, so you guys wouldn't even be part of this company anymore, so (laughs) bye.
1: (laughs) What? You're acting like that's punishment. Okay, well, what if,
2: what if I said...
3: We're trying to sell
1: the game I watches, mean, you dick. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm not saying the game watches. I just have to come in here every day.
3: Oh. What
4: if you said there was four peaks
3: there? That doesn't... Well, I mean, I that love four peaks, but that's not going to send me to the moon. I don't know why I keep gravitating around the moon, but...
2: <laughs> gravitating,
3: nice. Nice. Uh, you know I mean?
1: yeah.
2: See, ju- uh, Justice has a right. No job, just me and my dog. On and a, a space, space beach going so space fishing every day. <laughs> oh, now us.
3: we're throwing other conveniences out there. Uh, yeah, hey, but hey, also, but, but, also but also, like I understand your 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 attempt to try and keep everybody safe there, Shane. But there's no way some alien freaking water creature isn't snagging your ass off the freaking. I, I love
1: how Saul like everything like there's nothing you're safe here there were fucking
3: dinosaurs
2: on this earth at one point in time how do you know they don't exist on another planet they were just big chickens i don't care i'll stay in the (laughs) damn house on this planet and never venture out i don't know don't be such a scaredy cat Saul. oh
1: my god jeez you live you lived in tucson you're all right
2: i know right and, we have a super chat Kansas
1: as well, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. We have a super <laughs> chat from Manny. Manny, thank you for your super chat. They said this Katie thing is like being in the friend zone and waiting for years for your shot, but when the time comes, she decides she likes you as a friend, then dates someone else a month later.
4: Okay, Espo.
2: <laughs> Cry sad face emoji.
4: Hey, I was saying that's a very aspo comment.
2: No, let me let me say this <laughs> very much so.
1: I I was friends with my wife for eleven years before I got my shot, and we just celebrated thirteen years of marriage. So sometimes you can get your ass out the friend zone, and I way out kicked my coverage too. So,
2: all right, guys, that was fun. Uh, good, good uh, producer surprise, Shane. Appreciate you. It was you. a
3: fantastic producer surprise. These two are completely batshit crazy, but I really love that conversation.
2: We do have a giveaway that is happening right now thanks to four Peaks and um, us Toast of so, the month. Tell us about this. Yeah
3: I mean and listen uh, it's it's a, a easy entry here. Four Peaks is gonna give you a gift a 50 gift part if you a uh, card if you win a Peach nick shirt of your choice and an annual membership. Uh, go to check out the link on our phnx sports page and enter it's pretty simple yeah,
1: and go to gophnx.com and under the join tab you can click on the link for this as well you can also while you're there get all of gerald's unbelievable articles mm-hmm. i believe even though he feels sick he's still writing he never stops he doesn't stop uh, so you'll still get his sweet sweet content
2: yeah so this is gophnx.com you can also get there from all of our social media accounts so if that's easier for you guys. Uh, Enter to win that giveaway. And like you said, $50 gift card to Four Peaks Brewery. That's good for beer, food, all the things you get, uh, a T-shirt of your choice from our locker Mm -hmm. as well as a membership. So it's a pretty awesome giveaway and, and it's free to enter. So you absolutely should enter.
3: Also, it's pretty cool the things that we're doing with Four Peaks. Again, every time we deal with a sponsor, we try to... To package it in a way where we give something back to you guys. Um, so, you know, indulge us.
1: And go in for free. It's Get simple. some free beer, some great content. I mean, yeah. there's no losing this. It's
3: win-win. No losing. Also, going back to the space thing real quick.
2: <laughs> real oh, quick. Okay. I just, just a reminder, if you drink Four Peaks beer, you have to be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. Even in okay, space. go ahead.
3: I, I feel like Lindsay said <laughs> yes to the, to the other planet. Not because of the other planet but just for the fact that she probably gets to sleep for like a year on the way to the planet.
4: That is why I opened it up with that. Not only sleeping for a year, but also getting away from everybody. Yeah. Sleep, not not being her judged chamber. for sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. This yes. all
1: sounds great. I
4: don't understand what's wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, Lindsay doesn't have a bedroom; she has a she has a sleeping chamber.
2: Do you yes. understand that being the first person on the planet, I feel like you get to kind of dictate to how that oh, planet oh, oh, oh. progresses? Oh, she so wants to like, rule. That's well, now no, we like, think know. About Here's it. another
3: reason I don't want to go. <laughs> think about it.
2: My planet, it's like nap time is a part of the day. It is normal. This eight hours a night BS? No, we're talking twelve. You want to work okay but only like max 3 hours a day like that's your topped okay. out so, so this, at 3 also, hours a day You live this life already you're going to but everyone else <laughs> deserves to live this life well. that's what yeah, I'm saying There's about. no 8 hour work day 5 days a week that BS is gone
4: One thing to think about also is the earth has the 24 hour cycle like we that's that's what's created You don't know what the day cycle is there so it could be 36 It's it true could be It
3: could be eight. All I'm saying,
2: like Manny said, beanies and naps for everyone.
3: Nothing would ever get done. Everybody would starve to death, and everybody would die in like a year because we have a three-hour workday. Why
1: does Saul sound like me now?
2: (laughs) That's not true. People back in the day before we decided to make this like societal standard of working (laughs) were just fine.
1: Deep, we're going deep. (laughs) So, so really, this comes down to you've always wanted to be a queen. And now you'll be able to be the ruling There's class of this countries the planet. like You don't have to go to another world, Lindsay. You can go
3: to another country. No, this world's garbage. We're hour, going all, all the way to work. the other galaxy.
2: I think it's like It's like a four-hour no hour day going or something back. Like that. Just throw it away. We'll start over again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that's our cue.
2: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you on Friday tomorrow. Just a reminder, we're going to have an audio-only episode. We won't be live at 2 p.m. Because... We're going to go play some paintball. Unless Um,
1: KD makes his way here.
2: Yeah, then we'll figure it out. But (laughs) we just said you have to sit tight. We're going to be sitting tight. Don't worry. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Az. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember,
1: we know one thing. KD's staying in Brooklyn, or he's going to Miami. Or he's going to Phoenix, or he's going to Toronto. But we definitely know he's not going to Utah just nobody wants to be a little bit more. Saw pass the
0: oh, ball. We had to turn up the tempo. Gotta understand me, y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob Turn the beat on. I throw it down like DA on the lot. Best combo since KJ Marley and Charles is your squad, is sitting on the chat, get involved. Rhyme saying